bandwagon. Uh, check, uh. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock. Listen and watch. Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock. Listen and watch. Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon. Come on, jump on a squad you can't front on. You know we in the building when this theme song come on. Riding with the captain, brother Jay, pragmatic. The mastermind behind it, so you know we gotta have it. Young Promacitos to do it for the people. Keep the show flowing, plus some catchy little jingles. Put it all together, it's a hit. We ain't bragging everybody and they mama jumping on the bandwagon. Uh. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on live. Listen and watch. Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock. Listen and watch. Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon. What's going on with your world? It's me, Jay Bragg, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment where I, myself, Jay Prag, sits down with artists across the globe. Give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and of course, you know we got to drop that new heat before the end of the show. Got a special guest on the phone lines right now, hailing all the way from Chicago, Illinois. It's Neiland on the phone lines. What's going on, Neiland? Hey, hey. What's up? What's up? How you doing? I am blessed, blessed. How about yourself? Pleasure to have you on. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yes, likewise. Had a chance to check out the new record, uh, Words and Sounds to Quarantine To. Mm-hmm. Dope, dope, dope. We're going to talk about that record. Of course, I'll let you introduce it a little later on in the show. And then I like to give artists a little feedback of what I think of the music as an avid listener and fan myself. Uh, I work mm-hmm. in radio, but, you know, I, I live through the music and through the culture. So I'm going to give you a little bit of thoughts of what I thought about the record as well a little later on, too, okay? Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So let's open up for all my listeners out there. First time hearing about you, hearing your music for the first time. Let's open up and start with growing up, first and foremost. Are, are you originally from Chicago, Illinois? So, no, I'm not. Not too far away, though. I'm originally from a small town in Iowa, Davenport, Iowa, represent. (laughs) But um, I did. I moved to Chicago when I was pretty young, but I still from time to time go back there because my dad's still there. But yes. So I'm raised in Chicago, but born in Iowa. Got you. Got you. So the musical roots came in in Chicago. For sure. Okay. So what got you started involved in music at such an early age then? Well, honestly, I always would like sing and just have, I just always had music in me, I think, but I I believe that I thought it was normal and that it was something that everybody else did. But the more I was like vocal about it, more people would be like, hey, you sing or you can sing. So I was like, oh, is this not what everybody does? So like in my own, um, in my own world, you know, kids have their imaginary friends and stuff. I was just like writing songs and singing. And I actually, the first time I kind of, I guess you could say the first time I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do for whatever weird reason. This is just the way I guess God wired me. I was in third grade and we were having a black history program and I literally just stood up and told the teacher, I want to write a song and sing it for the whole school. What kid does that? I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, yeah, I really did. So I actually, I wrote a song and I sang it in front of the school and I had no fears or reservations about it. And Ever since then, it was just like always something like, oh, yeah, I'll do that, you know. So, yeah, 
So you fell in love with it after putting yourself in the firing pan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think so. Sometimes that's what you got to do, though. I mean, that's that's going to show you whether you love something or not. Anyway, that pressure. This is true. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Well, now talk to my listeners. What what do you appreciate most uh, about a, being a, a writer and a creator? Because I know you got the writing down. I'm listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, not mm-hmm. only are you a creative artist and you got the vocals, but the writing seems to be dope as well. So. Thank you. Yeah, no doubt. What what do you appreciate most about creating music and writing? Um, well, I always I consider myself a writer first because I feel like I was writing before I was singing. Um, I was always just like journaling and writing poetry, but then I began to put sound to it. Um, I appreciate the ability to tell my story because I think for me there is a lot that I don't feel like I can always have the language for. Like I can't always sit and articulate in full just in a sentence or in a, in a moment but if i write it if i'm singing it it just comes out so much it just has so much life and it just goes so much further so i appreciate the ability to be able to share what's in me in a way that i resonate with and i'm always so grateful that um it seems to connect with other people so i don't have to overthink it with how do i say this but when i'm doing it in the space of let me create something for it it just flows a lot more naturally for me got you got you Talking to Nia Land right now, Chicago, Illinois, on the phone lines. Got the new record, Works and Sounds, to quarantine, too. Um, talking about mm-hmm. the record, what was the purpose of this record, first and foremost? Well, I mean, title alone, you know, we're, we're in an interesting time, very, as we all know. Very, very interesting time. <laughs> so 2020 was lit and not necessarily in the greatest way. Uh, <laughs> but um, for me, um, I'm a touring artist, so usually my year consists of, like, doing shows and events and all that kind of stuff. So 2020 being a year where all of that shut down, I had to, like, kind of reconfigure a lot of stuff and just really process my thoughts and feelings and I did I didn't have the intention of creating music per se um but because of everything that was going on I had to find again a way to get language for where I was and it it just came out through the music so I literally was sitting one day just completely frustrated annoyed uncertain all of these different mixes of emotions and thoughts and the only way that I could free myself from just all of that was to just sit and write it so put on some music and I just started writing and writing and writing. And uh, once I got to a point where I felt like I had released um, a whole lot, um, I stepped back and I was like, wait a minute, this is something that needs to be shared. This isn't just something that I'm doing just to make myself feel better in the moment, but this is actually purposeful and I want to continue this story because I'm sure if I'm feeling this, somebody else is feeling it and they may not have the, the ability to express that. Um, themselves so I created um, the songs and like completed them and then from that point because I'm like uh, I love creating visuals and it's a time where hey I can't go do a live show with this music let me just create a whole visual so that turned into me doing a whole short film which um, I it's coming out soon but I dropped the first part of it a, a few weeks ago but that became a whole project. So I basically have like a mini film surrounding this whole concept of what 2020 was and even not just what 2020 was, but like, you know, continuing the story even into this year and beyond and how we have to like process our feelings and not be like governed and ruled by them, but allow them to be indicators of where we are and using that to change our perspective and to go forward in the best way possible. That's a great answer. My, 
segue into the next question, which was okay. what were the, those feelings you were trying to provoke from the listener? Yeah. So just anything like it was, it was kind of, um, it was a very vulnerable space for me. Um, and I felt like creating the music in this way, it, it was not only giving me permission, but the listener, mm. um, just permission to feel yeah. like it's okay to feel and, and it's okay to feel with, without understanding and not know like to be sad and not know why you're sad or whatever the case may be like, it's okay to sit in that moment mm -hmm. um, and assess that and see what things are like really bothering you and then turn that into, okay, now that I've felt these things, I got this stuff out. I'm giving myself permission to not have control because we, we do not control uh, our lives in the way that we think we do. We're not in control of everything. Mm -hmm. So like having those moments and then being able to take a step back and say, okay, I felt that I see that, you know, so now what, what am I going to do with what I feel? Am I going to, you know, make irrational decisions or am I going to like sit and process and change my perspective and go forward in, in a different way. So I think that for, if nothing else, because I had to like get really raw and vulnerable with creating this, um, I, my intention is that whoever listens to it feels that they have the permission to do the same thing. Now, were you strategic in the release of this project? Um, to, to an extent, because I felt like, like um, there's an artist, Nina Simone, we may be familiar with, you know, okay. legendary, yep. iconic. Yep. Yes. And she um, she has a famous um, statement that she made about artists reflecting the times, like it being our duty to, you know, you should, you should be able to trace a time period back to a song. There should be a sound that yeah. happens, a song you can listen to and be like, oh, yeah, I remember when this came out, such and such was going on. Yeah. So I felt that... Um, the way that this this came to me um, was was strategic. It was it was out of my personal agenda for sure. This is definitely something that God ordained for me to just do. But the way that it came out, I literally wrote the project, shot the visual, and completed everything within the course of two months. And so. Um, I felt like the first part of it needed to be left in 2020. It needed to come out. Um, so I released it at the very end, like I released it on December 30th. So right as we're on the brink of a new year, um, I put that kind of in the ground and planted that so that more could come from the story because we're still kind of in process of the thing. So I will say um, there was a strategy to not feeling like I had to do this big elaborate campaign or anything like that, but just being intentional about making my mark in 2020 in that way, for sure. Now you spoke about appreciating the writing side more than I guess the artist performing side. What what do you like most about the writing side? Um, I, I guess I just like the fact that honestly, no one can tell me that I don't feel what I feel or that I'm not saying what I'm saying. Mm. So um, I don't feel censored. And, you know, the way that it comes out and um, I, I love being able to start with a concept or an idea. And really my writing is all um, experience. So something happens or I encounter something and it, it moves me to write about it. So I literally get to kind of share my story. So being able to do that um it's just it's just very freeing and it just allows me to be my full self and I don't have to wait for anyone to tell me whether or not I should or shouldn't and 
and that's and nothing against like artists that don't write because I think every one of us has our own individual like purpose in what we do. But mm-hmm. for me, it's just really, really important for me to write um, what I'm singing and, you know, creating because it makes it just more personal. It just helps me to connect better mm-hmm. with those that I give it to. Respect, respect. As an artist, what does it mean to express those different feelings and emotions you're talking about, like in different moments? What does that mean to you to get that off your chest, to express that, to get that off? Um, it's it's a very powerful thing. I can say it's not something that I always felt comfortable with. It's something I always did, but um, I have been blessed to like really be in the throes of the industry. I've worked with a lot of people um, and been able to have a lot of experiences. And I've come into situations and scenarios where it's like, yeah, that was great, but you should do it like this. Or, you know, if you did it that way, you know, it'd be really, really good. And so there was a lot of social pressure to be a certain way, but um, having to like really be at peace with who I was and my own identity and being able to go forward and create and release in the form and the the uniqueness of who I was. Um, that just, that's where my sweet spot is. I think like that is something that I don't take for granted anymore. I used to, cause I used to kind of shrink back a, a lot, but now um, being able to just be open and honest, um, it just allows me to have a lot less, anxiety and pressure um over what it is that i do and and those are the moments where um i felt like my music connected with people the most like there are times where i was kind of passionate about it and i could see the result and people not really gravitating to it but when i broke free um is when people would you know really really connect in a new way with it got you now, you've been in the game for for a while. You've been around music for some time. What's some of those important lessons you've learned? Talking about being around some of these vets and and, and experiences mm-hmm. you've you've had with just even performing on stage, like on and off stage. What are some of those uh life lessons, important lessons you've learned along the way? Um, I think uh honestly, one of the things that I'm really grateful for from having all of these experiences is um the fact that I was able to learn how to be a professional because a lot of times um I think that there is so much weight put on you know, either you have a, you know, you're talented, you have a gift, you can, you know, you sound good, whatever, but there's no room for like professionalism. Like and then you get into situations and scenarios where you don't know how to go about doing things to the point where you lose opportunities or people don't really feel comfortable working with you because you don't really know how to, you know, navigate through certain uh, rooms and spaces. So if nothing else, I'm like really grateful that I can step back and say, oh no, I know how this goes. I've done that. You know, this is how this paperwork should look. That's wrong. Change that contract. That's not, you know, so being able to have that knowledge um, and, and really honestly working with people who like literally told me like, yo, this is how this goes. This is how you need, you know, and then people who really had those experiences um, just helped me to be able to be a lot more knowledgeable and have the wisdom to navigate and to last because I know, you know, some of those ins and outs. So um, I would definitely say that that's a big takeaway that, that, keeps me to this day because I can always reflect back to conversations I've had or situations I've been in where I had to learn and be wise about, you know, making certain decisions and and all of that. So definitely just being able to have the experience to know how to navigate through the business side while I flow through the creative space too. Okay. 
Once again, talking to Neil Ann right now, Chicago, Illinois, on the phone lines. Talk to my uh, listeners about the name. I wanted to touch on the name real quick because I thought that was a very interesting name, finding out that it wasn't your real name, your government name. It's your mm-hmm. artist name. So why did you choose that as your artist name? What, what, what type of weight does it hold? So it it's definitely has it has meaning to it. So when I was growing up, um, my nickname of sorts was Nia, is Nia, just plain Nia. And um, as I got like kind of the music, they just kind of stuck. So it's just kind of the thing that everyone called me and everything like that. And I actually like way back in the day before I'm not kind of telling my age, but not really, but like internet <laughs> was not always a part of my life. I'll say that. So when internet, became kind of a thing or was starting to be a thing like I bought a website I don't even know how many years ago but I had a website forever and I want I couldn't do Nia.com so I'm like oh, I want to do something kind of cool so Neoland came up so I was like okay Neoland.com so that's my website forever um and Nia is actually um an African Swahili word that means purpose um and so I always I always knew that and, and I loved that about the the name Nia and then um, after a while, people would mistakenly call me Neoland because I was a website. They didn't really know or whatever. But uh, uh, at the beginning of my career, I was known as Nia. But honestly, like going through and doing so many things and having experiences, it was hard to just have that name because there's so many. It's just very common. And so um, one of my friends suggested once, I'm like, why don't you just go by, you know, your website name is Neoland. I'm like, you know what? everyone calls me that anyway why not and so I just sit with it I'm like but it has to make sense I have to understand why um, because of moments like this when people ask me and so um when I just did some because I'm like I like to like get deeper meanings and stuff so I started to look up the word land and, and all of that and so um part of it already being purpose land kind of means you know territory and space and so putting those two together it's like the purpose in the territory and being able to go into spaces and um just kind of have authority to, to to dwell and take over um and just be prosperous in a space and be able to like really stand in in that land so wherever you encounter me and my music you're kind of coming into my world and my my thought process and and the things that i create and so that's kind of where the new land kind of connects ah dope 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 i, I agree I, I feel like if you're an artist or a talent uh that's that's even connecting on the professional side as you spoke on like having that extra oomph of why that's purposeful and, and mm-hmm. why it's meaningful to you what what type of like i said weight does it hold for you as the artist you know right so, now i think that's dope that you have you did research and you you made sure that it had meaning to you and that it you know people already calling you that it, it, you know a lot of things lining themselves up to say okay yeah, yeah this might make sense Yes, for sure. Yep. <laughs> and here we have Nia Land on yeah. the phone lines. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a little bit of feedback, what I thought about the record, uh, Words and Sounds yeah. to Quarantine, too. Um, I love the melodic tones and vibes. Uh, I definitely uh, dig the intro and how you kind of led in with the definition of perspective. I thought that was dope to introduce the mm-hmm. record that way, um, kind of put the person, the listener, in a, in a specific mental space. Um, yeah. Or is emotional, uh, relatable, uh, nice, smooth vocals, soulful sounding vocals on there. Uh, it's definitely a vibe, and I like how you layered the hook uh, on the hook. I, I definitely can appreciate how you did your thing on that, the creative mm-hmm. layering 
Um, I can hear the, I can definitely hear this on uh, different platforms, hip hop radio, AC radio, of course, your adult contemporary. Um, but all, also, I, I can hear this on numerous mainstream type platforms, man. It, it has potential. Um, I can hear it on like soundtracks, things of that nature. Um, mm. So it, it has a lot of potential. And I definitely hear the influences of the R&B, jazz, a little bit of soul and hip hop in there as well, too. So a lot of good things going on with the record. And then, like I said, it, it's relatable. It's emotional and it means something, especially to the time. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you taking that in and really, you know, digging deep on how you felt about it. Um, that's really important to me. So thank you for that. No doubt, no doubt. Like I said, I am a fan. I'm a, I'm a real fan. I wish mm -hmm. I could rap. I wish I could sing. I wish I could play instrument. I wish I could do all these things. But my my gift is to to help connect and plug these things and help promote these things. So anytime nice. I can find an artist that's true to what they're doing and, and serious about what they're doing, the craft and professional about it, I, I like to help out any way I can. That's awesome. I appreciate that for sure. Definitely, definitely. Um, let's talk a little bit about the project, uh, the uh, the latest project. Uh, w w what should listeners expect from the overall project itself? Um, so this is very it's it's interesting because it's it's different. Like, so I feel like I have to like break this down because I tell people they're like, wait, what? So moral of the story. It's a it's a movie with a soundtrack. That's kind of how it feels. So when it's uh, released in full, you'll be able to see it and you'll be able to hear it. And then you can go back and like pull up the songs and stream them and all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely a story. Um, like I said, with the with the first single that's out now, you can see kind of where it's going. You can see the actual visuals that are connected to it. Um, and it just kind of tells a story of like that that space of being like locked in and having nothing but your own thoughts and you know nobody else there just have, having to really process and what that feels like and what that can look like and then that moment where you have to start to think about okay I'm feeling this but what am I going to do with what I feel so it's just kind of me going through a journey you'll see me kind of like journeying through how I got to the beginning uh, you know processing everything and, and where I ended up um, so that's kind of where that perspective part comes in because from the single alone, the first one that's out now, you don't necessarily know where it's going. Like, is she all right? Is she going to be okay? Or what, you know, so it yeah. kind of just takes you through the journey. So watching it, you'll kind of see how I navigated that um, and, and where I ended up. And so my expectation is that uh, you'll definitely love the, the the music, the sound, because I pulled some like very interesting sounds because um, that's important to me, too, because I like to create experiences. So I want you to listen to music and visualize things and experience while you're listening and not just have something on. So you're going to like connect with the words and you're going to connect with the sounds and the way that they're like put together. Um, and then from there, you're able to just kind of go through this story with me and hopefully attach your own narrative to where you are, um, you know, as you're watching and listening to it as well. Now, that sounds very creative and dope right there. I'll make sure our listeners are on the lookout for that. Um, yeah. you, you, you talked about having some struggles with the visual side. Um, what are some of those struggles you face getting the visuals done? Well, I mean, honestly, it's a whole pandemic. So where are you going to go to shoot this stuff? So <laughs> okay. uh, that was and it, it kind of like brought the story together too because where normally I would have like okay cool we can go here we can do this we'll be fine da, da, da. I literally had to round up my crew like listen y'all we're finna go into this empty warehouse <laughs> and shoot this <laughs> thing 
I'm gonna make it look like something. We go. I'm gonna grab this stuff from my from my house, put it in this box, and we are gonna shoot this video. So it was like I I really had to like dig deep and get really really creative because there weren't you know places for me to go um, and to do you know this big elaborate thing like I maybe normally could have, but um, I definitely uh, took on the challenge to just be like, okay, let's see what we can, what we can make out of this and uh, make the most of it. And, and, and I think it came out amazingly for, um, for that. And I think eventually I'll tell the backstory of like legit um, behind the scenes, what was really going on, because I think people might find it interesting, like how stuff was able to get pulled together with literally close to nothing as far as like resource and, and abilities and stuff like that. So um, it was it was interesting, it was challenging, but I'm very, very happy with how it came out. That's good. The, the final product, you know, is at least what you expected, what you wanted from with, like you said, limited resources, what you were able to deal with and have. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, who are some of those uh, artists that inspire you, and what is it about them? Like, cause you again, you have a soulful sound, so I'm kind of interested in finding out who are some of those people that you kind of watched coming up and listened to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, uh, I actually got my roots, or like my my love and my joy is '90s hip hop classic 90s hip-hop okay, so okay. with me being a singer it's like what but legit like i love 90s hip-hop and so that's where i i think i got my um my freedom to be like creative because i would listen to i was like tlc um like outcast tribe called quest uh okay. you know you got the mc light who okay. i actually went on to work with which was amazing and just like all these classic hip-hops and then you go into like that 90s colorful time where everything was just like in your face and all that so those sounds like really resonated with me and i when i started like actually writing and recording my brother uh who is a producer shout out to hair tracks he um he was actually making beats um, for his friends, but they were all rappers. And so I needed tracks and he was making rap tracks. I'm like, well, I need something. So I would, my, my earlier songs were like all hip, like hardcore hip hop songs. And I was writing actual <laughs> song lyrics to them and singing all of these pretty love songs over these like really heavy gritty tracks. And so that kind of like developed my sound. Um, and so it's always like kind of in there, no matter what song I'm doing, like you can hear those little elements. But um, growing up in the house, my mother was playing like um, Anita Baker, Luther Vandross, so like soul, soul. Like I came up in that in that time. Um, my grandfather um, on my mother's side was actually a jazz singer. So he would like pick me up and we would go you know, he would take me and my brother out places and he'd just be in the car scatting and all that kind of stuff. So all of these things like were like filling up in me. Got yeah, you. yeah. And I didn't even realize until I got older and this stuff would just come out like, oh, that sounds, you know, people are like, that sounds really jazzy or that's like, that's some hip hop or that's really soulful or whatever. So it just kind of always followed me. It was like intermixed and kind of really helped develop me and my sound overall. Got you. Now I heard you uh, shout out your brother earlier. Are are there any other people that deserve some mentions, some shout outs? Oh, see, there are, but you know, I'm gonna mess around and forget somebody, and then I'm gonna be devastated. <laughs> so I can't like just say everybody, I'm not even everybody. Just, 
yeah, yeah, y'all know who y'all are. If I text you and say thank you, I'm talking to you. You know those people. <laughs> <laughs> don't want you to get in no kind of trouble now. Right, <laughs> I don't need no smoke, no smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's on the verge? What's on the verge for Neilan? What should our listeners be on the lookout for next? Uh, we'll definitely be on the lookout for the official release of Words and Sounds to Quarantine 2. Um, I'm actually going to announce the official release date soon. So if you are following me on social media, you're on my email list, anything like that, you will get the notification. Um, and it's going to come out in a really special way. So, like, stay connected so that you can get that. And then you can listen to that um, and enjoy that EP. But there's definitely more to come, even though, of course, we're still kind of in quarantine kind of on lockdown right, but i do right. have some things planned for making some more visual experiences some live uh performances virtual performances and even locally um doing some like very small social distance um events and stuff as well so just okay. stay tuned and be on the lookout for all of that all right so how can our listeners stay plugged in and in tune go ahead and give out your social media Okay, so I made this easy for everybody. You can look me up on social media, my website, anywhere and everywhere at Neoland Music. So that's N I A L A N D Music, and that's on everything. So whenever you type that in, you're going to find me no matter what. There it is. There it is. Miss Neoland, Chicago, Illinois, yes. on the phone <laughs> lines. Go ahead and introduce the new single for the people. Yes, yes. Okay, so this is the first single for my upcoming EP, um, and it is entitled actually W-A-S-T-Q-T, which is the abbreviation for Words and Sounds to Quarantine 2, and I hope you enjoy it and vibe with it, and here it is. That's right, man. Turn it up right here on the Bandwagon Radio. Let it go. Defined as a true understanding of the relative importance of things, a particular attitude toward or a way of regarding something, a point of view. What's yours? Now, do you feel locked up? Have you been afraid? What's been your escape? Yo, are you okay? Are you focusing on what is within? Where your cup runs dry, drink hope like medicine. Now, why you wait? Let's go. 